You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 247. It is your boy, Celeb, back again. I do apologize about the audio issues last week. Uh, we got through the entire episode and realized that there was a little bit of a reverb going on in my voice. Sometimes this uh, program that we have with VG Banana and Voice Meter, um, it doesn't always work exactly the way we expect it to, but... Seems like it's working today. I'm pretty excited to be here and to talk about more video games with my boy, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's happening, my man? You know how it is, my bro. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I got a lot of stuff, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today and, uh, got a lot of stuff going on, so. Power to the, power to power the to players. The, power <laughs> to the players. <laughs> my God, bro. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and get down into drinking and gaming. So, Bolts, what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? Well, considering that I really haven't had a soda in like two and a half weeks, I've got my sparkling ice kiwi strawberry yeah. drink. Yeah. It's a fruity little bitch drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's got no calories, no carbs. It's actually pretty good. Um, I usually buy about 10. 10 every five days and i drink about two a day so is it starting to kind of like easily wean you off of of sodas and it, it, stuff it, like it that? really it really is because like i said I've, I've had one dr pepper in in, in two weeks yeah. so um and it was fabulous by the way <laughs> <laughs> um what have i been gaming um of course um i've i've finally do- dove into red dead 2 um it is a good game very slow start i mean that's what it is um, it's a very good game. The characters are great. The story so far is is pretty entertaining. Um, but man, riding that fucking horse across the prairie is know, really man. killing me. You know, dog. that's what um, what I've heard from many people uh, in either doing it whenever they were doing a review or streaming or whatever else at the at the beginning of the get go. And I even had that thing of like when you realize that you have to ride halfway across a map just to do a mission. There's no fast travel. There's a cinematic. Now, now I'm going to tell you this. Bolts was asking about this. The cinematic camera that you can do. Basically, you set a waypoint. You can hold down, like on PlayStation, you hold down the, the touchpad and it goes into the cinematic camera mode. And then you just, uh, like, you tap the X until you get, like, your reached speed that you want your horse to run. I usually do it about medium speed and then it just runs for- by itself. But so many times has it failed me. <laughs> Speaking like the As one last night, yeah. he was running through the snow and his horse hit a log and he took a swan dive. <laughs> took a swan dive into the <laughs> into the snow. It was great. So, um, but anyways, I, I have to agree with you, Bolt. That 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 aspect is it's, daunting. It, it is daunting, and 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 people will come back. Well, you know, you know, everybody knows I'm an Assassin's Creed lover, Odyssey, um, Origins, all that stuff. Um, you ride horses in those too, but there was so much to look at and going on around you while you're run, riding the horses. Yeah. It just it, it, it it's a completely different feeling. Yeah. Um, and Odyssey it was 
everything everything around you was real lively vibrant e even at nighttime you know you look in the distance and you, see, you can see the statue of zeus you know stuff like that really catches your eye when you're <laughs> when it's wild wild west <laughs> all you got is dirt and, gr and grass and trees and a few wagons that go by every now and then it's um it's pretty freaking daunting it yeah. really is but overall i'm so i i'm i'm enjoying the game um arthur arthur's becoming a really really awesome character to learn and portray and and dive into you know so um i'm i'm really enjoying it okay um well drinking and gaming uh haven't really been drinking too much gaming wise i've been playing a good chunk of uh, doing a lot of streaming today. Uh, we're going to be doing a live stream. Um, by the time you listen to this, the live stream will already be done. But we're going to be doing a live stream um, around 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on twitch.tv forward slash Cinelinks. Um, and I'm going to be playing Resident Evil 2, the remake. <clears throat> and uh, I have to give a huge, 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 huge shout out to my friend Justin. Uh, from uh, met through QuakeCon, um, I put up like a jokey thing on on Facebook. It was like, "Who wants to help me buy Resident Evil 2 so I can stream it?" LOL. Um, because we didn't get our review code. Uh, but you know, I've put those little jokey things up before, and usually, I mean, I, I would have never expected anyone to buy it. But my boy Justin was such an awesome guy. He bought the game for me, and I just don't, um, I don't know what to say, man. I really, really, really appreciate it so much, dude. Um, and, you know, he, what's crazy about it, too, is uh, his name is Justin Strunk. And what's crazy is when he, when he messaged me, I told him, I said, you know, dude, you don't actually have to do it. He said, which platform are you using? And I said, oh, I was going to, I was going to get it on PS4 Digital. And then he uh, showed me screenshots that he bought it on Amazon for me. And I just, I got to give a big shout out to him, man. He said, uh, he said, I support streamers very much so. Um, he said, uh, I hold Resident Evil in the same light that I hold Doom and Quake, especially Resident Evil 2. So tonight uh, is like a celebration. Nobody deserves to miss out on that. Nobody. So I told him, I'm definitely going to show him some love at QuakeCon this year. I'm going to buy him a couple of cases of balls to give him a little payback, pat on the back for being such an awesome friend. So big shout-outs to you, Justin. Um, as I said, I'm very excited to play the game. Um, I'll be doing a streaming uh, series of it, and also uh, I plan on doing a review for Cinelinks as well. Um, then later tonight, I'm going to be playing Metro Last Light to pump up the release of Metro Exodus. I know me and Bolt are excited about. But outside of those two games, I have been playing some uh, some RDR2 um, and just kind of uh, messing around with PlayStation Now as well. We've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat XL on the PS4, so it made me go back into PlayStation Now and start playing Mortal Kombat 9. Um, we were having some fun with it the other day, and then Dara, I think she realized how different the controls are. Well, not how different, but how much slower the game is compared to XL. Yeah. So she was like, can we just play Mortal Kombat 10? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess. So, uh, but uh, that is what I've been drinking, and that is what I have been gaming. So video games coming soon. Uh, we have, of course, today, Resident Evil 2 is out for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. We also have Kingdom Hearts 3 
which comes out on the 29th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I'll be getting it for Dara. Um, Jump Force, which comes out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC February 15th. That game will either be really big or really bad. Yeah. I got got some comments about Jump Force. Let's just say that. Uh, Crackdown 3 will be coming out on Xbox One and PC on the 15th of February as well. Then on February 22nd, we have Anthem uh, coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC uh, uh, I did say February 22nd, right? Yeah, I did say that. Uh, anyways, Metro Exodus comes out on February 15th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And then, of course, the day my son is supposed to be born, Dante Asher Gale, Devil May Cry 5, comes out March 8th on Xbox One, PS4. Who's supposed PC. to be born? What? Shut up. When is that? That's and it's pretty, bro. Uh, look, you know, you know, Don, uh, Devil May Cry is pretty, uh, pretty near and dear to my heart. So I'm super excited for, for that game as much as I am my son. Obviously, more for my son than the game, but still. Um, so we are going uh, to take a quick music minute break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about gaming news. Um, we have a good chunk of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about Metro Exodus, Realm Royale, Jump Force, um, the crazy stuff with Machinima, and much more right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. you just listened to is brought to you by no copyright sounds you can find them on youtube.com forward slash no copyright sounds hope you enjoyed that music minute so now we are here to talk about some awesome gaming news 
and we have some pretty fantastic stuff to talk about. So let's go ahead and get down into it. Metro Exodus uh, is coming out very soon, and some new images have been released of the characters and creatures in the game. Now, Bolts, what do you think about this? Um, as far as as far as the creatures and the characters go, um, Metro it's it's, it's got that rugged. You know, old old Russia, Germany type feel to it, and, and and the character that they 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 leaked and gave us screenshots for is exactly what I predicted. You know, just old and busted, ball headed, scar filled characters that have been living basically in a wasteland. It feels like, um, and the characters that they that they that they produced are just looking so good. You know, from the bats to this to this big mole rat looking thing, claws and shit. <laughs> Um, the characters, the creatures look really, really good. I totally agree, bro. Uh, they look fantastic, and not only does it, not only does it still have that metro metro feel from you know twenty thirty three and, and last light, but we're seeing um, an upgrade on the visuals uh, because in Metro Last Light, you know they had Last Light came out on PS three and Xbox three sixty, and then there was Redux that was done on PS four. Um, so, like, whenever I'm going back through and playing it now, I'm like, ah, that's you know, some of the facial animations. But I, I forget that this game came out on PS3. And, exactly. <clears throat> so, exactly. the fact that this one's coming out on PS4, the visuals are upgraded. Um, and I, I, I keep going back to the demo that we played at at E3 of just how I really loved it, bro. I loved the visuals. I just, I was so taken by the game i really liked it but i've seen some people online say that they were just kind of like iffy about it and i guess i can understand that if they're more used to games like call of duty or doom or whatever that are that's very very fluid but like as you have said before bolts this game is more kind of like about the story right it it is you know it's not a fast-paced first-person shooter like your far cries or your dooms or whatnot you know, so serious Sam for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, before it became a video game, they, they, there was a book, Metro 2033, and it was an, a best-selling novel. It was, it's an absolutely great story. And, and, and the first game, Metro 23, almost falls it to a T. It's really, really good. Um, so anybody who's going out there expecting that this game is going to be like a Doom or a Far Cry or something like this, it's not. It, it is a first-person game, by first-person shooter by all means, but it is more, more of a story-driven game than it is anything. And 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 I hope people realize that whenever they dive into it. Now now whenever people were playing the you know the first two, I have a feeling a lot of people didn't really dive into it for that aspect. They don't know what the, they didn't know what they're getting to because it's going to be a slow paced game. It's going to be a slow paced story driven game that yeah. you happen to get to shoot a gun and you get to kill some creatures. You know, it's 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 really good, and I hope people stand back and definitely give it a chance. Give it a chance. Yes. Who are you speaking to? Anybody who because because from what I hear through the grapevine on Twitters and the and the social medias is is that a lot of people didn't apparently accept the first two for what it was, you know, it it didn't get as much love as some of these other first person shooters, and there's a reason for it. It's it's, it's not a Call of Duty, it's not it's not a, a Far Cry, it's not it's not this and it's not that. 
so so people who who like that that story part which is me i'm all about story yeah it could have some of the shittiest graphics in the world and i will play it because the story sucks you in you know from the from 2033 to last light to exodus the story is what drives me every single time i step i step into the video game the world to play it and and that's what i'm excited about so if if you don't like the fast pace then play this if you like the fast place fast pace then still play it yeah it's gonna be a great it's all game about people. story yeah I agree. it's gonna be a great game i totally agree bro um so next up someone recreated dead space in dreams dreams is media molecules uh creation game uh kind of a lead up from little big planet and uh this is going to be one of those games that is going to be way more visually stunning um than the previous um and when i say that it's because you're you're getting um you're getting literally the world in your hand so little big planet you kind of had to like you had to go by the the world's visuals of like you know the cloth stuff and right. you know the sponges and all the different stuff that you used but with this, you're going to be able to change the material's look. You're going to be able to change a lot of stuff in the game. And we see that in a leaked footage from one of the beta testers. They recreated Dead Space. You see the character walking um, through the ship. He walks up and looks out into space. Um, and what was it? It was the Planet Cracker, right? Yes. Um, so he's on the Planet Cracker and he stops and looks out and about looks amazing bro it looks so amazing what do you think about uh what they showed i think it's I, well, just not the fact of what they showed but what they can i mean this just shows, shows proof of what they can freaking do man yeah you know the creativity and the imagination that these people can go into and, and create you know whatever you know they feel like really creating man it mm-hmm. it, it, it shows the power of what these people can do it's mm-hmm. it's really awesome um now one thing i do have to say i didn't really like some of the comments that i saw online there were people just constantly, instead of saying, oh, man, you know, it's crazy that you can create this type of stuff. All I saw was, well, so this is Project Spark for PS4. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to lie. It's kind of it kind of pisses me off because, you know, Project Spark was Project Spark. It was very is very similar to this game creation style tool. But whenever you whenever you get to that point of. Not just saying, oh, okay, so it's kind of like Project Spark. You know, I like Project Spark. Maybe I'll like this. Instead, you're going in the aspect like, oh, well, this is a Project Spark for PS4. Why the fuck would I play this? This is a copy of a previous <laughs> game. Right. You know, that's where you're getting to the point of, like, shitting on other people's parades. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, um, I just, I don't, I don't know. You know, I will totally admit it. Me and Bolts have done that with Anthem. Fuck Anthem. Playing it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> Bolts admitted something last week on the podcast, so I'm going to admit it as well. I I really do, honestly, bro. I hope the best for Anthem. I hope it comes out and it's just an amazing game, but I don't think me and Bolts are going to be playing it because not just the fact that Bioware took away time from Mass Effect. Man, fucking uh, get me started. I'm just saying, that's just me, uh, but I look at it in the aspect that it's an online game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I do not have good memories with online-only games. So, I don't know. That's just me. That's, some, that's another episode of the podcast right there. So. 
anyways, um, so first off, I do want to say the topics that we are going over right now are sourced from VG247, so make sure to check them out. Um, next up, Switch is the best-selling console in 2018. Nintendo has generated more software revenue than anyone else. 2018 overall has been a banner year for video game spending, witnessing a 13% increase from 2017. 16.7 billion was the figure generated in 2018, which is the highest for consumer spending since 2011's 17.4 billion. Um, it doesn't. I don't think it actually shows the percentage. It says video game software generated 7.1 billion in 2018 um, across all systems. Seven percent growth from the previous year. I'm trying to see if it actually shows the numbers that Nintendo sold. December 2018 was spreading of 3.4 billion games, hardware, accessories, and game cards. Um, but Nintendo was the clear winner. It says Nintendo was a clear winner, but it doesn't actually show what Nintendo sold. Well, if you, so. if you think if you think about it, you know, the, the the Switch is what not even a year old, if yeah. that. You know, you think about it. X, a, Xbox, of course, is, is it will be third place in the, in this race, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. PS4 will also, will 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 run the table, but you have to you have to realize that everybody's already bought their Xbox or their PlayStations. Now, what a lot of people still don't own a Nintendo, so throughout the year. People are going to go out and buy a Nintendo. I didn't think about that. Bro. So yes, yes, they're they're the top stop, top selling console or or revenue merchandise for software or whatever. It's because no one fucking has it yet. Yeah. So anything they buy is fucking new. Yeah. So there you go. I, I actually understand that, and uh, you know, some people may may look at the way Bolt said that. I'd be like, oh, well, that's a negative outlook. It's not negative it's in the aspect of him saying well the reason why their sales are increasing the way that they are is that most people have a ps4 and xbox one now so the extra money that they're getting and the hype that nintendo has for their console they're going out and buying it now so they can you know play games like smash and whatever else so back on to Metro Exodus. So 4A Games and Deep Silver have released a video that is uh, going over the weapons customization and the weapons, uh, the I guess the weapons catalog uh, for the game. <clears throat> it looks great um, from the the overall visuals um, and and just the the customization that you can do. With every different weapon class, it's fantastic. The the I guess the scientists or the weapon makers in the underground uh, cities um, made weapons specifically to take down a bunch of these creatures. But you can also find different weapons out and about that are post-war weapons that can all be updated. So um, you know the handguns, the shotguns, uh, the special weapons, customizable rifles. Um, you can turn, you can have a handgun and do custom customization on the go through your backpack and add a different scope. You can add a long barrel. You can add a heavy barrel. You can add, you know, reflex sights. Um, you can make it into an automatic weapon and that's all just from you having a pistol. So that makes this game even more exciting you know what i'm saying i can't wait to do that type of customization out and about in this you know sprawling 
wasteland, which is Russia. You know, so are you excited about this aspect of the game, Bolts? I think that aspect is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it the the people who like that that whole run and gun aspect can really dive into the gun aspect because you because you can take an assault rifle and just fucking mutilate it and turn it into whatever you want. Yeah. Um. So that's a, that's a really neat customization customizable, um. You know. The feature that's going to be really, really, really awesome. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. I think um, in this in this video, it fully broke down like how you can customize your weapons, um, how we could change your gameplay style, and all this. So, I'm just, dude, I'm so stoked for this game, and I cannot believe it's only a couple more weeks until it comes out. Um, we have definitely got a lot of games ahead of us, Bolts. Man, this so, first this first quarter is going to be insane. It is. Thank God for income tax time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so um, next up, we're going to talk about Jump Force. Jump Force open beta session has been postponed due to server issues. There's been some very serious server issues. I don't know the exact date of when um, or if it's already been postponed, and maybe they're they're already over it now. But I know that I downloaded it. Um, they they did a, an initial Twitter promise saying that they plan on rescheduling it. It was going to try to pop back up in the next 48 hours or something. But this is one thing that makes me not hyped about this game at all. Um, because of literally like you have to have online to play the beta. Instead of giving you some type of offline mode or whatever, I saw some people. I don't know if they have uh, if they have early access to the game or what, but I saw some people, you know, playing a version of the game. And I I'd asked the guy, I said, "Is this uh, um, is this the beta?" And he said, "No, this is uh, you know." Or he was like, "Oh, I'm just playing the offline mode." So I don't know if he had got the game early or what, but. I don't know, man. I, I can't get hyped for a game that I can't try out. And the the time that I played it in California wasn't like it was like, bam, bam, bam. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like what Bolt said that there is a there is a there is a serious thing with this game that it is either going to be it's going to be pretty okay or it's going to be shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, I agree. It's going to be great. Or it's going to be bad. Um, and and so far, other you know. They had the um. Th there's one that they released I don't know a year ago or so or whatever. That's like J Star Five or some yeah, shit like yeah. that, and it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I hated it so much. Um. So they have a they have a lot. They have a lot that they need to work on this they got stuff. A lot so. of work to do. But you know, Ben and Namco did tweet this out. They said the session, the online beta session, has been awful with several. Uh, with several and very complex issues happening from the very start. We could not fix it and even had to cancel the remaining open beta sessions to ensure that we can pro uh, properly fix and patch the game in time. So at least they were pretty open about it and said, you know, maybe they did not. Ex obviously, I don't know. <clears throat> this is just me, but obviously somebody in that area that's working on this game probably may not have been doing the best job. I, I would have to agree, <laughs> my man. Just saying. That's just me. I ain't trying to talk no trash. Not trying to throw no shade at nobody. All right, so Realm Royale has gone into open beta on PS4 and Xbox One. <clears throat> Realm Royale is by High Res Studios and has been out on PC for quite some time. But as of the 22nd, it has gone into open beta. <clears throat> Good Lord. 
Now, there are versions of the game that you can buy for like $14.99 or $29.99. It comes with different stuff. But if you download it on PlayStation 4 right now, you can download the beta for free. And then you can actually get the uh, Battle Pass Season 2 for free as well. Uh, and that comes with um, some costumes and some other stuff. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I talk a lot of crap about about Fortnite and all this other stuff. I, I'm actually enjoying my time with this. Um, I watched you play it the other day. Um, it's a it's a, it's a Fortnite type. About, about, I mean, it's got the same same uh, visual, same character, cartoony stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not Fortnite, so yeah. I got to give it an A+. There's no building, which I love. Uh, it does have that super power aspect of it, and there's a really crazy aspect as well. I know the game's been out for a while, but if you haven't heard of it, there is a crazy aspect of the game to where you can you'll kill somebody, and then they'll go into like a chicken form or like an egg form or a dragon form or something like that, and you have to kill that little small version of them to completely kill them from the game so that is one cool version because if you're good enough you can or if you strategize enough you can escape and then revive yourself after you've been killed so um which is pretty awesome but you know the first couple of games that i played you guys bolts i got you went for you went like the four games you got like fourth place man fourth place every time and i was like oh man i'm getting okay i'm gonna end up winning one and then the next couple times i played i sucked I was horrible. So, um, but that's just, I don't know, man. I, I really in, enjoy it. Um, there, there's not, uh, you don't have to sign up for anything. You literally just go to the PlayStation store and you can download it. So I'm thinking it's the same thing with the Xbox store as well. You just go to the store, um, Xbox marketplace and download the game now. So, uh, give it a try. I've, thoroughly enjoyed it so pretty sad and weird news right here machinima once the king of youtube content has effectively taken down all of its videos machina machinima's own main youtube page as well as several other youtube pages like respawn inside gaming happy hour and more had all their videos set to private this is a bad this is a bad bad thing Super bad thing. And it's so sad, dude. <clears throat> Machinima is one of the largest... Now, this is all... Um, this is all, as I said, cited from VG247. It didn't say on the bottom. It says Machinima is one of the biggest multi-channel networks on YouTube. Um, and the fact that... The fact that it, it's all gone down is just crazy. Um, this is, it says right here, this is as bad as deleting them since the videos are no longer accessible, uh, accessible to the public. It's not clear exactly what happened, uh, or when this happened, but fans and former creators were alerted to the news over the weekend. Many laminated, uh, many were, were, were very upset for losing their hard, uh, work and effort. Warner Brothers acquired Machinima in 2016 before it uh, too was acquired by AT&T. Since then, Machinima became part of Fullscreen, AT&T's major multi-channel network. Fullscreen is operated as well by Otter Media, whose general manager, Mr. Bryant, assured creators recently that the transition would be smooth and efficient. 
Doesn't sound like it was very efficient. All lies. Uh, Otter Media has since sent Kotaku a statement stating it has pivoted from distributing content on hand on a handful of l- legacy channels. We are focused on creating new content with the Machinima team, which will be distributed on new channels to be announced in the coming months. In the meantime, Machinima Network of Creator Channels continues to showcase the the, the talents of the networks. But why? I mean, why years and years and years and years of different videos <clears throat> completely set to private? So a lot of these people that have moved on from Machinima to do other things were really upset about this news. So what do you think about this, Bolt? I mean, it, it it sucks, man. It absolutely sucks. Um, I mean, I, I mean, and honestly, that's that's all I got. It just it absolutely sucks for, for 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 them, for the people, for everybody who's put their time and effort into it. It just it absolutely fucking sucks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's no there's no there's no reason for it. It's yeah, just, like it it doesn't really make sense, especially when they said it was going to be a pretty smooth and efficient transition. Um under new ownership so i don't know man i don't know what's going on really to be honest with you and um but i i think that machinima and otter media do owe some of these past creators some explanations of why their videos have been set to private um and basically deleted from the viewing pleasure so Next up, the Fallout, Fallout, Far, whatever, it's the same thing. Far Cry New Dawn story trailer has been revealed. Um, so, I don't know what to think about this, bro. I don't know what to think about this game. It's so confusing to me. The game is set 17 years in the future from the series, or from the, um, from Far Cry 5. So it takes place 17 years after the events of Far Cry 5. There are two twin sisters that are, I guess are evil now. And um, the father is still alive, Joseph Seed. And he, I guess you, you're going to team up with him to try to take these two chicks down. Because Joseph Seed feels that he did the wrong thing. And it didn't happen the way he expected it to happen. I don't know, bro. Bolts, bolts, bolts. Enlighten me, please. I don't um, know what to think? You, you're gonna have to play it. I mean, I, that's that's what it's gonna boil down to. Um, whether you get it or not, um, understand. I mean, this is 17 years after the after the uh, the uh, spoiler. If you haven't played it yet, fuck you then. Yeah. But well, uh, three, two, one. Don't listen right now if you haven't played the last one. <laughs> Um, Far Cry 5, and of course, ended with a nuclear blast. Boom, bang, dang. So, 17 years after this, of course, you know, the seed, uh, apparently, it looks like he hasn't aged today. So, 17 years later, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I still look the same. Exactly. But, who knows? Um, It's going to be high octane. It's going to be fast paced. I'm, I'm excited for it because I enjoyed the um, Far Cry 5 so freaking much. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. I don't care where the story takes me. Um, I'll be along for the ride. So, Well, I know it was funny on Twitter. Um, Rage, the Rage 2 Twitter page. 
That's was so tweeting. fucking stupid. It was hilarious, it's bro. Dumb. It was a joke. I know it's a joke, but it's still dumb. It's not dumb, bro. It's fucking hilarious. It's the fact of the matter that Rage 2 was announced. And they had these poppy colors and all this other stuff. And then mm-hmm. afterwards. Then afterwards, God for knowing that these, uh, these like people have mo- it. I know, I know. But like six months later, this trailer was announced. And it was a post-apocalyptic, very pink and colorful game. So they just playfully got on there. It was like, huh, we really like those colors. And they were like, oh, if you like those colors, check out this trailer. And then it showed Ray, uh, like Rage 2 replied back to him with a gif of like Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. He's like, <laughs> oh, it looks great. So, But then somebody else commented on there. It was like, pink is the new black. And it showed like all these games from the like this physical year of like this very colorful games. So there's well, just see, a lot of similarities. See, see, that's the thing about it. You know, in the, in the new Spider-Man game, someone should have bitched about not having a pink spider suit. Bam. Just saying. Instead of <laughs> fucking Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Oh my god! So I don't know, man. I, I yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I guess I am gonna have to play it because it's just uh, I really enjoyed Far Cry Five, but I, I'm looking at this and I can't sit there and not think like I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Now this game does <clears throat> this game. Holy shit! I did not realize that. What Far Cry New Dawn releases February fifteenth. Yeah, bro. What? Around the corner, dog. Oh, well, I didn't have that on the new games coming soon. That's so crazy. But there's just people that think, because when did Far Cry 5 come out? Last this, year? This time last year. It was probably, I think it was March. So why didn't they just launch this as like a DLC game for like 39 bucks? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Answer my question, Bolts. They 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 probably made this game in conjunction with the other one, so they can pro- proceed a year later with the story. Yeah, they probably had one of their other studios working exactly, on this at the same bro. time. So, um, all right. So moving on from that, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven creative director leaves CD Projekt Red. Oh, look at the screenshot. I love it. It's so crazy. Um, so Sebastian Steffen, uh, who is the creative director of Cyberpunk 2077, has now left CD Projekt Red. The developer, who uh, has been at the Polish studio since 2006 and worked on all three Witcher games, is now working for Blizzard Entertainment. Bet he has his hand in the new Diablo. I bet you he does, too. <laughs> um... <laughs> This hire of Stefan is uh, is seen as a big win for Blizzard, which is also on a huge hiring spree for the unannounced Diablo project. It's going to be... And, and all you people who were bitching about not getting your Diablo 4 announcement release, <laughs> be patient, you shits. Look, you have, you have a CD Projekt Red, one of the better creators, developers, whatever you want to call them, is coming over to Blizzard to help make Diablo 4. Quit your bitching. Yep. End of story. <laughs> Dot, cucumber, whatever. Eggplant. <laughs> um, so, uh, this story is cited from GameRant.com, so make sure to check them out. But, um, as I said, I, I have to agree with Bolt. Um, I think people all doing all this fucking bitching and shit because there's a mobile version of Diablo coming out. Whatever. There are some people out there that called me out on Twitter and said, you know, that I need to understand... That, you know, I need to understand that, you know, that's something that they've been waiting on for a while. And the fact oh. that they had this big, 
they had this big announcement set for a mobile title or whatever. I'm like, okay. Why didn't you tweet that to me so I could get into that conversation? Because you keep on talking about how you don't use Twitter. I, what, you know, some stuff I could use Twitter on. That conversation, <laughs> I could get involved with. <laughs> so here's another crazy thing about a game dev leaving one company for another. Microsoft's new studio has hired a God of War developer. So crazy. Chris O'Neill, who previously was the staff, the senior staff level designer of God of War, has now joined the initiative. Um, I'm just, like bolts. I know, right? Sorry. Um, so once again, another high flying developer, you know, is leaving one amazing game to, to to another company to make another amazing game, Fable Four. So, people. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you buy your time, good shit's going to happen. Also, uh, Activision's former senior vice president and head of development, Daryl Gallagher, um, has been hired as well as a major um, name on that staff list. So, it's pretty pretty crazy. I don't know. Dude, Microsoft is rolling the dice, bro. Look, just, just... it says I hear just five months ago it revealed that Microsoft hired six more developers who worked on the God of War, Witcher Three, Wild Hunt, and Destiny Two. I mean, come on, man! I'm telling you, they're people. Yeah, working on some big shit. <laughs> I'm so excited for the future, bro. They really are. They're working on some big ass title, dude. I'm telling you a couple of times. Um, all right, so we're going to move into uh, the lower discussion pieces. So Resident Evil Two. Our thoughts so far. So before I do this live stream, uh, I did play a little bit of the game this morning, and it looks fantastic. Now, Bolts only saw a little bit of it, but I mean... Oh, no, it's it looks fucking amazing, bro. It looks amazing. And the, the gameplay is so smooth and so crisp and just like, oh, it just shocks my mind, dude. Because, you know, that's one thing that I loved about Resident Evil 7. They, they had that new RE engine. Uh, and it was just, it was such a beautiful, fantastic game. The visuals in it were great, especially with it being a first person, the the first first person Resident Evil gaming in some time. I mean, I'm- and and I love that, I love that 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 aspect because you got a survivor horror and it puts it there in your yeah, face. I, I wish they would give you the option to play the game in first person. On Resident what, Evil 2. Oh man, that would be insane. I would do it. Insane. It would um, be so good. But uh, so far, I've really enjoyed my time with it. I, uh, I mean, it's not something. As I said, it's not something I've really got a chance to dive into. But I plan on spending about an hour, to two hours streaming in just a bit, and uh, I'm very excited for what I'm going to jump into now. Bolts. Yes. <clears throat> um, with that being said, when we're talking about our thoughts of Resident Evil Two, what was probably one of your favorite Resident Evil games? Oh, that's Resident Evil 4, hands down. Really? That's my game, dog. Yeah. That's my Leon, game. Leon, baby. But the, the first time I played that, I played it on the GameCube, of course. Uh, one of the one, It was a great controller to work with. Oh, yeah. Resident, Resident Evil 4 was just... It wasn't it wasn't along the same path as the previous Resident Evils. It ventured off to a whole other, you know, fucking, like, Spanish, you know, whatever. It was just something about it. The story, the, the, the zombies itself. Um, Ashley got on your goddamn nerves oh yeah you know but <laughs> leon leon you know now, also um 
the the zombies in that game they weren't part of the T virus. No, right? they weren't. No, no, they they, they had it was it was something that was developed where they were at. Yeah, that's what. I was um, I mean, I mean, you, it, this that was one of the coolest aspects about this Resident Evil Four. I mean, you know, most zombies you shoot them in the head, you blow off their head, they die. But these, you shoot them in the head. Some of them had an extra parasite that would pop out of the top yeah. and still come after oh you. My God, it was so good. That. I mean, everything about it from, from from the zombies to to Leon to Ashley to the main bosses, it was just it was it was dark. It was creepy. It was so good. It was so good on so That's many awesome, levels. Man. Also, of course, in Resident Evil Four, Ada Wong was involved as well. Yeah, true. So, um. She, of course, you know, she was there to get, you know, whatever virus parasite that they had had produced over here. I mean, it was a cult. It was just, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I think I probably would have to agree that Resident Evil 4 was one of my favorites. I would put Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 7 right there on the same platform because um, Resident Evil 4 was just... It was shock and awe. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It was such a good game. It was so fantastic. And then Resident Evil 5 came out. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Resident Evil 6 is even worse. So that's that's what's so Why crazy. Why would you talk about that Bro, shit? Just get this. Just get this. <laughs> Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 came out. 3 was great. Nemesis was so good. Yes, it was. Um. Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 came out. You know, of course you had all the ones in the middle of, uh, you know, uh, Chronicles and um, Revelations, Code Veronica and all that other stuff, which I was not the biggest fan of, of those games. But the fact that the series was great, then it became meh, and then it got worse, and now it is back on top uh, as one of those games that is just one, you have to play. Um, it's great. It's great to see Capcom finally starting to somewhat make a comeback you know what i'm saying because slowly but surely they there are for a couple of years <laughs> capcom was on a slippery slope so um street fighter cross tech uh <laughs> for some reason i saw in the news the other day uh, or a couple of weeks back or a month ago they said that tekken cross street fighter is still in consideration as of like development Bro, if they release that, you know how many characters they could put? Look, bro. And they'll put 15. <laughs> Don't give me that. I'm just saying, <laughs> man, that, it'd be, be like the ultimate roster. Would you imagine the characters that we could face off against that? A lot of people really disliked uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I really didn't mind it. I, like, I think we played a lot of it, didn't we? I, I didn't play a lot of it. And, and, and that's because <sighs> I wanted... They, they didn't <sighs> use the Street Fighter... They used the Street Fighter... Buttons? Play, no, no, no. They used the Street Fighter art style. Street Fighter characters had Street Fighter buttons. Tekken characters had Tekken buttons. Oh, see, okay. I think it was just too strange of a concept. It was. It you know was. There was so much trying to go on. You just take one concept and run with it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so moving on from that, it's time for some real talk. Will Microsoft successfully create first-party titles? Both. We're gonna go with you first. <laughs> <laughs> Will they? Microsoft will not, but the companies they no, bought no, 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 no. absolutely I, will. You know, what you I'm know, ab- yes, uh, they have. They have no. They they can't do, honestly. The, the the companies that they've bought, the people that they've hired, there's, the, 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 yes, they're going to be successful. 
there, there's no ands, if, ifs, or buts about it. Mm. You know, they have too much talent. They have too many great companies. They have that they've purchased so many people to come in and make shit for Microsoft that it's going to be nothing but great. I don't. Of course, you're going to have your hiccups. Everybody has their hiccups. You know mm. what I'm saying? But overall, the successful creating of first party titles will absolutely be 100% full ride all day long. It's gonna be great. I hope so. Let's say that I have a, a lot of hope. No, this for, is a yes no, no, or no, no, no question. Not, no. Hell yeah, it is. I'm giving my opinion. Your opinion is crap right now. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. Uh, maybe. No, no, you listen, to me, bro. Just listen. Hear me out. I am worried because I'm on a hype train right now. I'm very excited for Microsoft. I, I am so so excited to see these. This expansion of their studios and they're coming in with first parties for, you know, they're, they're going to make all these new first party games and blah, blah, blah. I really have a feeling, really have a feeling, bro. I'm starting to see the same stuff that happened to Sony with the PlayStation 3. And I'm saying that in, in a good way and a bad way. Because if you remember, PlayStation 3 had a fucking shit ton of exclusives. Mm-hmm. Were they all successes? No. Well, none of them are always going to be. But what I'm getting at is this in type of investment. You know, I just don't want them to bite off more than they can chew. I agree you with that. You know what I'm saying? So, so what he's saying is Ninja Theory, you're shit. <laughs> Avalanche, you're shit. Playground, you're shit. Developers coming from, you know, uh, CD Project Red and, and God of War, you're crap. You're not going to make anything. <laughs> oh That's exactly what the fuck you're I know saying. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at is I think all these developers, all these studios and stuff are great. I really do. But I just hope the right calls are made and the right way to make these games the We we still don't know exactly what is being made. Do you know what I'm saying? We know what we saw with Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 with their exclusives. And there was a lot of times that, bro, they had great exclusives. There was a lot of times that they were total shit. I think the reason why I'm worried is because we're moving into those genres or those genres. We're moving into consoles and moving into a new version of the games industry that... We can't just constantly have games shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's going to be an exclusive title, it needs to be a fucking knockout. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. if it doesn't, what's going to happen? People are going to get fired. Studios are going to be shut down. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we have seen in the games industry constantly. These games that have come out that are very ambitious and everyone's excited about and it comes out and you're like, total lackluster. Then people lose their jobs. Studios get shut down. We've seen it with EA, Activision, whoever. Microsoft, Sony. Uh, it, it's crazy. And the, the, the games industry now is more cutthroat than it ever has been. So I got a feeling that... I got a feeling that Microsoft is going to do very fucking great things. Some big-ass fucking things. And I think they're going to come out with some exclusive titles that are just going to blow our minds. And, and, see, and see, I think the biggest X factor of this whole situation is... Yes, I, I, what Microsoft will produce as first party get titles will be amazing. And that's because Microsoft will have very little influence on them. The companies that they bought and the people that they've hired, they will give them full run 
to run their companies and make their games. Even though Fable Fable itself is a Microsoft title, Microsoft will have have their name when it go across the credits. But you know, Playground and whoever else and whoever else will have the main squeeze on that game. So if Microsoft steps continues to step back and lets the developers and these companies make these games like they know how, then everything that they make in the future will be absolutely a success. I hope so, man. I really do, honestly. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really hope everything works out well with with um, with their studios, with their pers- first-party titles. I just can't help but feel worried. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things that... It's like the first rocket that launched. You know, everyone's like, "Hey, we're we're gonna shoot a rocket into space." You're like, "Oh, that's fucking awesome!" But then at the same time, you're like, "What if that shit blows up?" You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I know that's happened before. So, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm I'm just saying, like, it's hard not to be like, "Fuck," you know. And that's just the same thing with launching new consoles, doing new projects, whatever. You you always have that thing in the back of your mind, like, "What if this is not good enough?" But that's going to be everything. You have to you you really have to realize it. You know, even with even with Sony, you know, they're not going to have a panel at E3. They're not doing PlayStation Experience. You're like total fucking scary. You're like, uh. What the shit? Yeah, you know. So I mean, yes, yes, but I, I think they, what are you and me gonna do? For what? We're just gonna go to the Xbox booth, I guess. The park, yes, guess. yeah, sure. Bethesda, Skyrim Six, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean Scroll Six, Starfield gameplay, <laughs> <laughs> bro. And, I, oh my god, bro. If that happens while we're there. <laughs> I lose we'll my flip shit. my shit. Um, so. It is. It's something scary, and you know, Bolt's made a really good point. It's the same thing with Sony, and they're like, "Hey, we're not going to be at E three this year," type thing. I mean, that's a f- that's big. That's the first one that they have missed since the inception of the show. So it's a big deal. Um, now we're moving into the head to head. This is the last uh, bit of the podcast. Red Dead Two. Why is it good, and why is it bad? So Bolts, I'm going first. I'm going to tell you the reason why. That's good, because you're going to be long-winded. Mine's going to be short and sweet. Nope, mine's going to be short and sweet. I'm going to tell you the reason why. It's it's a great fucking game. Okay? It is not just a game. It is a lifestyle experience. Red Dead and and Rockstar and stuff. Rockstar didn't just, didn't just plan on, oh, well, let's make a Western game. They were like, let's make a Western game that makes you feel like you're actually in the West. Let's do what some people would probably say is not the smartest thing and make people do things that is more or less out of their comfort zone in video games now. As of fast travel from wherever you want or, you know, uh, be able to just drive a car and go as fast as possible, do all this different shit. You know, there's times in the game that you have to you have to travel from one side of the map to the complete other and it is very daunting it is like oh my god bro so boring you know you got to do this and this and this but you always end up running into characters you always end up running into a lively world that's the reason why this game is a great game because it it is is not just a video game it is a fucking experience you're up bolts okay um red dead red dead is an absolutely amazing game Hands down. The visuals, the physics, game physics, the characters, the gameplay. 
Um, I mean, some stuff is a little jaunty, but just because it's an open world and it's a Rockstar game, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. That's why I voted it for my game of the year. Um, but other than that, <laughs> um, fuck the horse riding. Oh my Jesus. It's awful. It is awful on every stance, <laughs> on every level of everything that you do in this game. If you have to ride a horse, fuck that shit. Okay, the wagon the wa- the wagon stuff isn't bad, you know. But man, that going from one side of the map to the other on a horse, you know, and and everybody comes to me and they're like, "Well, you ride horses in Assassin's Creed." Let me tell you something. In Assassin's Creed, you're absolutely right. I rode a horse in Assassin's Creed. I spent 154 hours in Assassin's Creed. The, the the difference between horse riding and Red Dead and in Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the visuals around you. And and like you said, Red Dead is an immersive Western style game. That's exactly what it is. It puts you in the in the in the, in the old West. Yeah. It puts you with the grass, in the dirt, in the in the trees. And that's pretty much fucking it. Because that was all that was there back then. You know, log cabins and, and a few stuff here. Trains, steam engines. That's what the Wild Wild West was. It was old and generic and, nothing, and very plain. That's what it was. So, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah, I'm riding a horse. But in the distance, I can see the suns. I can see the flowers and the trees and, and the red and blue birds flying across my screen. I got Zeus or Poseidon statue in the distance that I can gaze upon as I'm riding into the sunset for crying out loud. But that's about the worst thing I can say about Red Dead is the it's it's just the horse riding. It's just it's 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 daunting. Is it like the world in general? It, it, to me, it is. It doesn't feel alive. But you know, back back in you know Wild Wild West, turn of the century, you know, starting to get into the in the Industrial Revolution, all that jazz, and that's the way it was. You know, if you if if you like that time period, then the, then you will have no issues with it. But it was just, it's, it feels, the world itself feels dead. Even when you get into a town, there's people, there's people there. Don't get shit twisted. There's people, there's businesses, there's horses, there's stuff going on. But when you get into a town, if, if everybody's just walking somewhere or they're leaning up against a building, it's just, it just, it doesn't feel exciting. You know what I'm saying? But the game itself is fucking amazing. So. <laughs> it's great, but it sucks. In its own ad- in its own way, it does. Yeah, I understand, bro. I know the feeling. It's just a weird thing, dude. It's such a it's such a weird thing. It really is. It just doesn't make doesn't make a lot of sense on a lot of stuff they do. But I think it's more or less in the aspect that this is how it was, and they were like, "We're gonna make you, we're gonna make you understand how it was." Yes. We're going to cram that shit down your throat and make you do five missions that are all the same thing. Um, anyways, so <laughs> it's not the longest episode that we've ever had, but it has been a great episode. Uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but your boy Celeb's got to get in there and do some live streaming with uh, Resident Evil 2. And your boy Bolts has got some Call of Duty he's got to get played. So um, let's move into shout outs. Man, you know what? These shout-outs are getting difficult. <laughs> Why? Because. Because I can shout-out to everybody every single day and never have enough shout-outs. Start changing it up. Um, shout-outs. 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 Man, let me tell you something. Shout-out to all my people. Grind- no. 
Um, <laughs> Shoutouts to the mancubus. To the who? Mancubus. Oh, I thought we were talking Undoing. about like manscaping, bro. I was like, the mancubus is a lumbering behemoth demon. <laughs> His name is Fred. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just got thrown into the loop. Um, hmm. and shoutouts to you, sir. Shout out to my buddy TJ who can't yeah. be here with us. He is here in spirit. <laughs> I feel you groping that, bro. That's right. Um, <laughs> shout outs to Mr. JD for listening hard and hard and hard. Justin Harden for listening hard and hard and hard. Yeah. Um, thank you all very much for your time and your effort and your eardrums. Um, and anybody else who takes the time to listen to, to that crazy man over there and this crazy man right here spill our beans about the gaming world. We really enjoy y'all listening to us. Even though we can't yeah. see you, we know you're there. Yeah. Well, shout-outs to you, Bolt. Shout-outs to AJ. Shout-outs to Amar, who's in there passed out right now. And Dara, who is getting ready to bring our son into the world soon. Um, big shout-outs to TJ as well. Shout-outs to Matt and Jordan and the entire Centrelink staff for being amazing as always. I want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Make sure to check us out next week for another great episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, you got the touch, you got the power. It's been a while since I've said that. Peace out. <laughs> Peace.